housing lender. The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. And we welcome you back to the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner. And uh, this portion of the show brought to you by the Law Offices of John Day, providing superior legal representation to injury victims and their families. Find out more at johndaylegal.com. John Dingens here with me and joining me is Coach Floyd Walker, the head coach of the Eagleville Eagles. And big night, a big week. It's a senior night and Thursday night game. And uh, I'll tell you, um, it was quite a game because uh, uh, after I looked at what Cornersville's right. like and who they had, right, right. Uh, pretty impressive win. It was. It was a big night for our, for our kids. It was a big night for our seniors especially. Uh, Cornersville is a, is a super talented Football team got extremely, extremely great player in uh in Ben Franklin, the running back defensive end. That's a that's a Navy commit. Um he had a huge night for Cornersville. I think he rushed for uh three hundred yards, a couple of touchdowns, but I thought our kids just hung in and, and were gritty all night long. Uh a massive young man. Right. I mean, no, how do you stop him? I mean, or or you just try to He's going to do his thing, and and you do everything else you need to do. Well, the big thing is you you try to keep him from getting started. You try to keep him going, you know, parallel to the line of scrimmage. You try to keep his shoulders going east and west instead of north and south. And then uh, you kind of get there and you hold on till the cavalry comes. And I thought our our kids did a good job of rallying to the football and and playing good sound team uh, team football where everybody did their part. It didn't necessarily uh, a, a playoff scenario. It really just totally secured it, though, didn't it? I it mean, did. It, it, it did. brought you there. It did. We had there was a lot of different variables going into that uh, into that game. You know, deciding whether or not we were going to be in, going to be out, where were we going, where were we going to finish, and, and the game had a playoff feel to it because Cornersville could have ended up uh, finishing second, which would allow them to host a playoff game. So. It had that type of environment. It had that type of atmosphere, and and it was really a, a, a good football game for everybody that was in the stadium. Well, we're going to talk a bit, a little bit, Floyd, about some of the uh, standouts in this game. Uh, Brody McLemore passed for fifty-eight yards and a TD and rushed for sixty-four. That's that consistent play that he right. kind of gives you each and every night. Yeah, Brody's done a good job of just being very, very even keeled. He, he's not been too high, not been too low. He's done the things that he needed to do to lead the offense and uh, and and lead the younger group that's up underneath him. Cade Pippinger, another one, uh, had eight tackles and a fumble recovery. And, boy, Cade has really come on strong this year. Cade's been solid all year long. He's been solid for the last two years. If you've – if you ever want to see a kid that has worked his tail off to become a good high school football player, uh, Kay Pippinger is the poster child for it. I mean, he's he's probably undersized when you look at a football player, might be a step too f- slow, but he gets every ounce out of his God-given ability, and, and you really do appreciate the things that he's done and that he's given this program over four years. Uh, I know you – there's a lot of guys you're going to hate to see oh, go. Oh, yeah. I'll I, I mention a couple of the Caleb, uh, Caleb Snitzer, seven tackles, a 41 yard interception return, and also rushed for 85 yards. Uh, one thing important to them to get get them to throw the ball a little bit, uh, and it paid off for you. Right, and, uh, right. 
Uh, rushed for 85, and Snitzer also had an interception, playing both ways. A great performance from him. I mean, we're, we're really proud of the way Caleb has, has played this year. You know, he's he's grown up a lot. And, and the thing about Caleb, and we make fun of it, Caleb made a statement uh, several several weeks ago, you know, said the, the old Caleb, Caleb would have done this or done that. <laughs> but, you know, the Caleb 2.0 now is like he's – he, you know, he gets banged up. He stays in the ball game. He, he fights. He plays for his teammates. I mean, it's been it's been a great, great transformation to watch him go through. Uh, Marshall Span, team leading eleven tackles. Yes, Marshall's been uh, defensively. I don't know how many tackles he's got this year, but I, if he's not leading the state uh, in tackles, uh, I I'd like to meet the guy who he is. The guy in front of him may have a hundred and. 80, 190, but Marshall is, he's always around the football. He finds a way to get to it and he finds a way to finish. And that's, and when you, when you got a guy in that position, that's, those, those are the attributes that you really want to, that you want to see in a linebacker. And, and with these guys we just mentioned, their names could be mentioned every week. And that's why they've that, accumulated so many tackles and interceptions and that kind of thing. And the thing about it is, if you notice the names that you keep mentioning every week, they're all, really close good friends and that's that's the fun part about it is because they don't see one as just a superstar they just see it as that's my buddy and the big thing is they enjoy watching their buddy be successful and and they enjoy celebrating everybody's success if, if caleb scores a touchdown marshall's patting him up or k does something you know caleb and marshall are patting him up so it's it's really a unique deal to see and Coach, it's it's funny about Eagleville because there's been many years where right. that team concept, it is really a total team play. I mean, you don't really ever see anybody coming out and saying, you know, this is an individual, we, no. you got to have them. It, it, and you've had a lot of injuries over the years, and people have stepped up too. Yeah, and that's the, that's the thing. You know, a lot of people talk about how society has become selfish and self-absorbed and everything. But uh, when you come to Eagleville, whether it's – whether it's in the football team or whether it's, you know, whether it's the teachers going down the hallway helping other teachers or students helping other students or, you know, uh, whether it's uh, cafeteria ladies working with the custodial staff, it's it's really, really refreshing to see that that those type of things still they'll still are alive in, in this type of world that we're living in. So uh I can't. I can't think of a better place for me to be personally. I can't think of a better place for our football players to be, to uh, to grow up and understand that it's it's okay to serve others and and to, and to not be selfish and to give more of yourself than you do um, uh, for your own self gratification. Well, it's a it's a wonderful place, and you know I know when I come bring tennis shoes that somebody's <laughs> left, uh, I, I get greeted very warmly right, right. from the uh, front office and that kind of thing. I want to, I want to talk about the seniors a minute. Uh, and I know you want to thank them, say something season, not over, but I know right. in this res in particular regard, uh, what a good group group that you had. And they have learned from years teams yeah. past and they've carried on that tradition. They have. They have. They take a lot of pride, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, they take a lot of pride of, of, of trying to be successful. They take a lot of pride in the way that they work. Uh, they take a lot of pride in, in showing up every day and being accountable. 
And those are some of the things we just try to instill in them because you know as well as I do, if you if you go off into the workforce, you're going to have bad days. But the big thing that you always got to do is you always got to show up. And we talked about it Thursday night after we played. Hey, we're going to enjoy the win, but you're showing up for school tomorrow. And uh, every kid showed up because that's, what, that's the way life is. You may have a tough night before, but – Work is still going to be there tomorrow, and you're going to have to show up for it. So it's, it's kind of responsibility. It is. I mean, it is everything. That. Yeah, everything's a teachable moment. It is everything's a teachable moment, and what you want them to do is you want them to be successful people when they walk out the door. What is the secret to the Eagleville defense? Because it's been many, many, many years. the The defense is always the the personnel may change, the people mm-hmm. may change, but the defense remains the same and that standard. You know, and I always call it the bend but don't break. You know, it I, is. It, it pretty much is. We we try to make people at least snap it one more time, because the percentages of going on play field position, try to make people go seventy, eighty yards or more, and they have to play perfect. They have to play perfect for a bunch of snaps. Uh, that means no false starts, no drop balls, no blown assignments. And eventually, what ends up happening is if you don't give up the home run, people will make a mistake down a distance will get back in your favor, and you'll be able to get off the field defensively. You know, it doesn't really matter how many yards people get at the end of the day. You just need to be able to have one more point on your side of the column than they do. And and our kids have really done a good job of that. And and you've been with the program a long, long time. And you see that every year. It's just amazing how they 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 do that. And then you're trying to shuffle, and you've lost quarterbacks. You mm-hmm. know, you found you found guys that probably never even played quarterback and that have been <laughs> successful for, for you guys. And I just explain that to me. How how do how do you do that? What what I try to do is take a kid at quarterback that either can throw it or can run it, and we try to build our offense around what can this, what can this kid do uh, and what can we do offensively that he can handle. And then on the flip side, we look at or I look at how we defensively. If, if we're playing pretty good defensively, then these are the things we need to do offensively. We don't need to turn the ball over. We don't need to try to throw the ball a bunch. We don't need to put this quarterback in a, uh, in a position to where to where he can he can negative negatively affect the ball game because I learned from Coach Robbins a long time ago. Uh, quarterbacks get a lot of praise, they get a lot of blame, but at the end of the day, you know, a quarterback will never be a reason why you won a game, but they could be a reason why you get beat. And so we never try to put our kids in that situation. I, I, it almost it seems like it's, it's annual. I mean, it, it's a kid that hasn't played much quarterback or whatever. Brody's one of those right. examples of that, isn't he? Right, and you, what you don't want to do is you don't want to try to ask a kid to do something that he cannot do. Mm-hmm. And and then the kid goes out there and be unsuccessful, and you destroy the kid. You've destroyed, it, you've destroyed his confidence. You, you've destroyed his self-worth, and, and you don't know how that's going to negatively affect him for the rest of a life, for his life. And so we, we try not to do that to a kid. If, it, if there's something that the kid just cannot – physically do then we're not going to ask him to do that floyd walkers i guess a couple of quick questions i think this game uh the win over cornersville had the playoff atmosphere right. really and I, that's kind of really a good thing considering you've got to go on the road here in just uh next week right it, it, it really did it it 
encourage our kids to lock in, um, pay attention to the to their assignments, and and to try to make sure that they execute it at the best of their ability. And uh, from the little film that I watched on it yesterday, uh, it was one of those deals to where I thought our kids were in the right spot the majority of the time. Floyd, good luck next week. West Carroll, I know you don't know anything about I it. I have no idea. No. I have no idea where Atwood, Tennessee and, is. And but... the charter bus or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's a long haul. It? It's a long ride. But uh, we'll, we'll load up. We'll be excited about going, and we'll look forward to the opportunity. It's not your first long ride. Oh, you, no, no, had no. We've had several this year. That's true. Uh, good luck next week. Thank and, you, man. Uh, I appreciate you. All right. That's Floyd Walker, the head coach of the Eagleville Eagles. Winners uh, 23-14 over Cornersville. Heading to the playoffs against West Carroll. This portion of the show has been brought to you by Last Cass's Feed Supply, locally owned and operated by Coy and Jennifer Young, specializing in animal feeds, premium pet foods, farm supplies, and more. And we thank you for listening to the Prentice Air Coaches Corner. Up next, we've got Cougar Corner. 